You're listening to the Amber Westerwell. <laughs> Welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast. This is episode nine, coming close on a decade now at this stage, with myself, Derek. And myself, James. And here we are, fresh out of the cinema again. Uh, another comic book movie. This one, better or worse? Uh, worse. Worse, really? Yeah. I yeah. don't know, I'd put them on virus. Amazing Spider-Man 2 it was, anyway. Um, I thought it was a good movie, with the exception of um, just literally the last five minutes when they brought in what I thought was I was in a fucking Hulk movie. This abomination that was meant to be Rhino. It was an absolute disgrace. I had actively avoided all the trailers and uh, any kind of promo shit. I knew they were going to do a tech-based suit, but I wasn't expecting this big fucking tin can with this (laughs) little fucking... What's your man's name? Giovanni? Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. I mean, the dude who played fucking Santi and Fred Claus, yeah. like... Also the wine guy from Sideways. Yeah, I didn't watch that. That was The Sandman was in that as well, though, wasn't he? Was he? I, I think so, from Spider-Man 3. I don't remember. I think so. As remember with this one, I don't particularly like the Spider-Man films. They yeah, bother no, me. I, I like it because I do like the... You know, I get the whole teenage angst thing and, you know, everything's... You know, the, he is... He's basically... As Peter Parker, he's a mopey bastard. As Spider-Man, he's a cocky bastard. And it's kind of that balance in between. But this film was good. I liked Electro. Uh, I really liked the way he looked. I liked the way they kind of done him, how he moved. And, you know, the the fact that they didn't feel the need to explain everything. That was one of the good things about this film was they didn't... They didn't dumb it down, like, you know, trying to break down why he can fly or why he's able to do this and do that. Like, he just could. And that was it. Yeah, but... The guy who became Electro, uh, Max or whatever his yeah, name was. Yeah, Max Dillon. Yeah, again, the guy with no friends and a bad haircut. It's always <laughs> a guy with no friends and a bad haircut. Yeah, they're the ones to watch out for. But again, I thought he played it up well. Like he's kind of you know again he was the the epitome of the kind of the, the loner. Like I knew his job inside out better than anyone else. You know, clearly had nobody else on the side. Was you know invisible to the general public. Like you see people bumping off him in the street and shit like that. And all he wanted was to be noticed. And all he wanted, you know, was for Spider Man to acknowledge him and stuff like that. He needed a hug. Yeah, basically, I wasn't hugged enough, or was hugged too much. So I was one or the other. Uh, I did like the little nods in the film to the you know obviously forthcoming characters that will be in it. Again, they seem to be basing. Well, will be the sinister. Does Dennis Leary coming back? Yeah, well, yeah, there's the ghost of Dennis Leary kind of haunting the screen. I think he had more screen time in this film than he had in the fucking last one. I think so. But he wouldn't want to be getting paid by the words, though, because he didn't, like, obviously he's all just caspering it around. He didn't say a single thing. But, um, yeah, the nods to the other characters, which they seem to be basing, going to be basing it all off of, like, Oz, Ozcorp Tech. Like, they, they hint that, they show you Doc Ock's arms, they show you the vulture's wings, and I'm pretty sure, but can't be 100% certain, that, not so obvious, but in the background of one of the scenes, there was the scorpion, like, there was a, like, you could see a suit with, like, the tail that would make scorpion, like, you know, that sort of way, which basically just leaves, like, Craven the Hunter, and I think they've, they've, the whole gang is there, like, you know? Excellent, that'll be the next movie. Yeah, pretty much building to it because... Um, We're going to get some coffee before that so I don't yeah, fall asleep. Yeah, it was 2.20 two or so, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, because that was the thing. I mean, at 2.20, it wasn't, it wasn't that the film was overly long, but given that I knew to expect the Green Goblin, um, Rhino and Electro, 
Yeah, you were sitting there watching your watch. Yeah, you were kind of going, where are these guys? yeah, you were kind of going, yeah, I'm a good hour and a half in here and I haven't seen Rhino because you're, you're introduced to the Paul Giamatti's character early on. And but yeah, the worst hijacking ever. Yeah, bombing down the middle of New York. Yeah, they don't, in they a don't, tow truck. they don't actually make anything of him. They kind of just, he's just in there like a tug, a general tug. And it's not till like literally he only comes into the last five minutes of the film as Rhino. And you're not shown how he's picked or why he's picked or why they put him in that suit as it's opposed to any. Shooting ability, clearly. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the rhino in this big fucking mech warrior suit, like, has two fucking machine guns in his hands that pop out, and he can absolutely shoot the shit out of cars, but couldn't hit a single fucking person no. in a crowded street, like. And then proceeds to um, like pop down the head on it, like you know, kind of like a bad visor on a motorbike helmet or something like that, and proceeds to get down onto all fours and charge at Spider-Man which is like you know end scene and that's yeah. it you could do it with a, a microphone or a loudspeaker to stop him opening the thing up every so yeah, often yeah he's got this like little window hatch thing that opens up so you can see him plus it just uh, you know puts proof to the, the fact that the police in America can't shoot for shit this yeah. guy opens up a fucking hatch that's about maybe a foot and a half tall by a foot wide and it's just got his head in it and not <laughs> one of them d- decides to shoot at it that's the worst snipers ever. Worst everything fucking ever, but um, no, I mean, I, overall... Yeah, they, they couldn't even stop, at one stage, it implied that they couldn't stop the simple street mugger. They needed Spider-Man to do everything. Yeah, basically. Th- that's all because th- Dennis Leary's dead. Of course it is, yeah. When Dennis Leary's not crawling all over your ass to get things done. You ain't getting it done. But I uh, know I thought overall, I thought it was good. I like the fact that they killed off Gwen Stacy... Um, they changed it, but not in a way that made any difference. Like they, it, it was, was the same basic. Yeah, she was thing. thrown off a bridge, as, uh, if I reckon yeah. right, by Green Goblin. This time it was a clock tower, this time, yeah, it was, style. Uh, yeah, internally in a clock tower. But I thought, you know, given that it was like a twelve A movie, even the way she kind of snaps on the on the, the the rope, like you you know, you go, this chick just broke her back, like she yeah. she ain't coming back from this, like so it was pretty decent. Might, might have survived the fall of Spider Man hadn't have. Yeah, Spider Man just let her go. Yeah, what was just would have been looking at a lot of you know a lot of broken bones yeah. and internal bleeding, but probably would have still been alive. One of the next uh, film. Well, the ghost of Gwen. Leary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be like that uh, end scene in Star Wars. Yeah. You've got yeah. all the Grouping ghosts. <laughs> yeah, they all kind of sound like, you know, this fucking Parker lad, man. He's letting uh, Uncle Ben, fucking uh, Leary, and now Gwen Stacy. And then, you know, it cuts to Spider-Man whipping out Gwen Stacy's phone and checking out our friends list and yeah. seeing this girl called Mary Jane on it. <laughs> the thing I noticed, why are all the guys in films, the Twilight guy, Spider-Man here, stalkers? So they're hanging out, creepily following chicks around. Yeah, there's there's it's a very, lot. Very very strange. Yeah, there's a lot of creeping goes on, and it's seen as being adorable and cute yeah. or something like that. Yeah. If I'm caught sitting on the top of a fucking building or in a bush or something watching some girl, I'm pretty sure cute and adorable is not the terms that would be used in the court case. No, <laughs> weird and creepy. Uh, yes, Your Honor, he was adorably sitting in a bush, yeah. so uh, protecting know, her with his doughy eyes looking at her. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. Um, no, but overall, I mean, I I would rate it as good, if not maybe better than the first one, because the first one kind of bugged me with the fact that the lizard was able to a set up an underground lab in probably the wettest environment <laughs> ever with all this tech gear, nobody seen him coming or going, and b he's 
you know, he's generally a good guy. Okay, tormented by the fact of, you know, what happened to him and the way he mutated. But his answer to his disgust at his own mutation is to mutate the rest of the city to look like him. You yeah. know, that sort of way. It, it, We're like, all the same. It was a flimsy fucking story. It made no sense, like. Yeah, he probably needed a hug as well. Definitely. Or a hug too much, as I said. Yes. But, uh, you yeah, know, I'd put it up there. I'd put it better than the first one. Um, I would put it, I'd, put it, I'd probably put it on par with Captain America too. Yeah, no, I'd go with Captain America over it, just about. Just about, yeah. yeah. May, maybe I'd agree with you. No, I mean, it's it's a very close second if it is second at all. But no, it's, so it was I'd worth watching. Put the two of them better than Noah. Oh, have you seen Noah? I've seen Noah. Okay. Oh, sweet biblical, Jesus. biblical Our goodness. Sweet Noah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Uh, it's bad. Don't go. Don't watch Noah. It's this, this is the uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Because isn't there? Isn't this going to be like an Armageddon Deep Impact situation? Isn't there another one? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just Russell Crowe right. and uh, Hermione. Let's check that out. I'm pretty sure this was another one of these Dante's Peak Inferno mm. type thing. I haven't heard. Right. I'm not watching either the other one. Yeah. I've had <laughs> enough now. So what happens? Uh, he builds a boat. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no. Somebody else builds the boat. <laughs> no, it just wanders around. Really? Right. Uh, how do you explain the rock people? Rock people? They weren't in the Bible. Yeah, I believe they did add some epic battle or something like that. And the rock people. Rock people? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. they're fallen angels in the style of uh, Bartleby and Loki from Dogma. But right. But they're not hanging out in an airport? No. <laughs> they're hanging out by the, the ferry port. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The, I can't remember exactly. But are they like these statues in Doctor Who? If you look at them they or don't look at them, they'll come closer? No. <laughs> the God smited them for some reason and made them the angels rock people what you do yeah man look at if you're planning on flooding the earth you make people a fucking yeah. stone if you don't like them it's that simple they ain't swimming <laughs> yeah, basically they came down from heaven to hang out with the humans and the humans are dicks right so god made the angels rock people by putting them in the mud and the humans didn't like them anymore and came to fight them hmm. so the rock people very very like the trees from lord of the rings went right. to hang out in their own rock land which is where noah went to build his boat when he yeah, because when you're looking for timber aplenty, you go to Rockland. No, no. When you're looking for timber aplenty, you go to your dad's your dad's mountain. Anto Hopkins is up the mountain, and now I went to talk to him. Oh fuck's sake! Narrating the Grinch too. He is. Fuck's sake! Um, so basically, it's nothing to do with the Bible, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> There's water, and okay. the, the animals just no one doesn't have to go look for them. He's no. They, they come to him. They come to him. They just wander to the boat and fall asleep. Uh. Would the world have been still... No, the world wouldn't have been one continent back then. It would have been... You'd have been talking millions of years ago yeah. and it was still one continent well, or even partial continents. They, they all came. They got a boat. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. They, they got this other boat. This other <laughs> lad had a, had a, a fucking swift sail. And and Noah's big enemy in the thing was uh, Ray Winston. Right, not the war. No. Jeez. So Ray Winston sneaks onto the boat and spends nine months there because... Whittling a hole in the bottom. No, eating animals. Eating you, animals. Yeah, you know it's nine months because Hermione is pregnant and she gives oh, birth. At, at I didn't even know she was in it. Who was she in it? Noah's adopted daughter who kind of marries his son. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> biblical, yeah? It is. Fuck's sake, incestuous undertones. <laughs> it is, no, it's, it's, not, it's not a good film. Like it worked for Star Wars. We can pull <laughs> this shit <laughs> off too. No, but, um, but what were they going to do? Noah was on the boat with his missus. There's two sons. His adopted daughter is married to one son. And everybody else is dead. Yeah, so how would he plan on rebuilding the human race? 
Uh, I think it was two daughters Hermione had. Um, and I... So somebody was... Am I way off in saying, like, was the purpose of the flood actually wipe the earth clean? Oh, yeah, everybody else was bad. Yeah. Bar, Noah, and the animals. Yeah, and his wife, the two sons, and the adopted Bible, daughter. Man, it makes no sense, does nah. it? Like, seriously. <laughs> it's, um... No, no, there's, there's, there's a bit of a discussion there with the... The... What do they call her? The sister-in-law, or to be, or not to be, or whatever, the... the the other day because the when you say discussion you mean argument no 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 not an argument at all but we were just kind of talking about the fact that you know religion came into it and stuff like that and i was just kind of saying like it's and, and not even being like saying go oh, be a man of science or anything like that but just generally being somebody with an opinion that's not borderline and insanity or lunacy like i mean listen to what you're saying like when you talk about defeats that are mentioned in the bible like a madman would be locked up for saying you know saying our things like yeah. it's just nuts like when you think back on we know just through the rest of history how is it nothing else close to what they describe has ever happened again how is it that you know we can now see through science and biology and physics and all that this this shit is impossible what they were talking about like you know no it's not you just believe and it's true yeah but that's the thing it is it's, it, that's one of the things that kind of bugs me is it, it just looks for this blind fate of like just like everything's you know if it can't be answered it's God works in mysterious ways yes. I mean that's a fucking cop out that's, that's, that's Hollywood's like it was aliens or it was a dream you know that's all right at church it's like uh, well you know we know you can't walk on water father so how did God walk on water oh, the Lord works in mysterious ways son well, does. okay fair enough <laughs> But uh, so we'll say yay to Spider-Man 2 and no to Noah. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I didn't see anything else in the cinema, but I did watch a couple of other bits and pieces. Probably something uh, as far-fetched as, but probably more believable, was the, uh, as the Bible, was The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. All right, with the... the man with the stories. Ben Stiller he doesn't want to work in his office, so he makes basically a daydreamer. He he just drifts off. He's an old daydreamer, and it's based around the fact that like he lives a very boring life, does absolutely nothing. He works for um, Life Magazine, albeit, but it's uh, he he just lives this ultra boring life. Has never done anything, but um, he is kind of an editor not an editor he'd be over like the photography is department. he going to become electric and fight new york no but well yes maybe in one of his daydreams but um but it's the sort of thing where he then eventually ends up going on a bit of an adventure trying to source this this photo that uh sean penn has sent him sean penn is this elusive photographer who sends him his work and he processes it and stuff like that and it's going to be the final cover of the printed version of life magazine because it was going digital and stuff Okay. Uh, it starts, I mean, the first kind of two acts, if you will, it barred a couple of daydreams that he drifts in and out of and all. The, yeah, and even with them, it, it's it's bor- a bit boring. Like, it's, even with the daydreams, as I say, it's it's not great. You know, but the, the final act wasn't bad. Like, it, it, by the end of it, I kind of came away from it, kind of going, that's ah, not a bad film. Like, you know, that sort of way. Whereas we toured it off after you know say an hour or whatever and then i watched the last half hour or whatever i'm just breaking it down into like, i don't even know if it's an hour and a half but i watched the the last bit of on own and i enjoyed it and good but not great you know what i mean given that you you have a bit of a distaste for ben stiller don't you i do mostly yes so, this uh, is not comedy i might watch no it. it's yeah you see that's the thing you see it's one of them films where it's it's quirky it's not comedy it's that's good because he's not funny yeah do you not think so no 
him, Will Ferrell, and Adam Sandler are not funny. Yeah, Adam Sandler, I will take 100% back on that and say, yeah, not funny. Will Ferrell, I will say, is... I, uh, you know, people rave about him. I'm not even going to go 50-50. I'm going to say 70-30. 30% of the time, he's funny. 70% of the time, he's not. And Ben Stiller, I do like, and it's mainly because I think I like some of the films he's been in and not so much because of him but they've just been good films like yeah like Dodgeball was just fucking hilarious no I didn't find that funny really how could you not find it funny his life's just getting hit in the bollocks with balls like you know coming out on bondage gear and what have you no I thought I enjoyed that but he actually I'm not sure if he produced and directed or just directed this as well though so I mean he has got kind of some half decent directing chops as well the cable guy is it cable guy was the other one where i again it's not a comedy per se no, again it falls good. under that kind of dark quirky thing and i remember seeing that and came away from that with the the notion that i'd love to see jim carrey do a proper horror now i know he done that number 23 i'm inclined yeah. to think 23 that sounds right yeah, and again, it was kind of psychological horror as opposed to just straight-up horror. Like, But again, just the, that one scene in The Cable Guy where Matthew Broderick is having a nightmare about him coming calling and he's chasing him down this corridor and he's all... There's like a, like a black light in his face and his eyes have a fucking UV glow off him. And he, he just... He done freaky good, like, you know? Yeah, even in that Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. It's definitely not a comedy, it's more... That's not a, a horror, film. but it's still weird. Yeah, I haven't watched that. That's um, Frodo on that, isn't it? Uh, Pretty sure he's in. It. He's one of the tech guys that's tried be. to wipe his mind or something like that. And Kate Winslet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's a good. I remember hair. watching it. That's up there with, um, like, say, Scott Pilgrim versus the World and stuff. For films that I remember watching, they were quirky and different. I kind of go, that was good, but I've just never watched them again. Um, Sin City being another one, and again, I have a hankering to watch it now with the yeah, day the to kill coming for out. coming out. Like, yeah, because I mean, the books were brilliant, so yeah, I'm assuming that what was it, eight books in total, wasn't it? Yeah, seven or eight, seven or eight. I think about three or four of them made up the fourth film, and the next three or four, whichever way it works out, will be the, the no, next it's film. Just one, it's just a day to kill for a story. Oh, they're only doing the one yeah. story, okay, so there could be a third film. Or fourth and fifth, uh, yes. depending how. And yeah, I don't remember any one of the books standing out as being meatier than the others in story or anything. Well, in size, there's one that's definitely bigger than the others. Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, I must you know, look at Fellowship of the Ring and then look at the yeah. fucking Hobbit. More <laughs> happens in the Hobbit than happens <laughs> in the Fellowship of the Ring, and it's like twice the size of that book. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was um, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I also had the fucking the horror of watching Hop. <laughs> Have you seen it? Do you no. know about this? I rarely watch. It's a cartoon, right? Uh, no, it's um, uh, live action with animation in it. I'm not watching that. Yeah, you know, fucking your Roger Rabbit style, but it's no Roger Rabbit. Um, it's news. basically it's got James Marston, uh, Cyclops from the X Men. Okay. Who? I don't know. I, I, I just can't like him in anything, and I think it's maybe it's the stuff he's doing. Like you know, he played an uptight fucking shitty version of Cyclops now Cyclops is kind of that way but does become a bit more badass in the comics but the version they gave you you weren't overly sold on him and you weren't meant to really like him so I guess you could argue that that was good acting but then like he was in that um, 27 dresses 
rom-com rom-com about the bridesmaid you know always the bridesmaid never the bride and again it's just I don't know I mean I suppose you know when Catherine Heigl Heigl I was going to say Heidi yeah Heigl again Heidi Heigl Heidi Heigl but uh, I was going to say like she's that as well she's she was a perfect counterpart to him in that film because again she's just at best like but yeah basically he plays this young fella who bit of a slacker I mean he's He's boxing way above his weight in the age bracket he's meant to be playing. Now what film are we talking about again? I forgot. Hop. Hop, okay. It's basically, I watched it Easter. I downloaded it and watched it with the kids at Easter. Um, it's basically about this lad who, bit of a fucking slacker, not moving on with his life and all. Ultimately, turns out the Easter bunny has a son. The son is misunderstood as well. It's basically his cartoon counterpart. Is he, the Easter bunny a person or are we going to bestiality here? Uh, we're going to bestiality. Um, it's basically, this is where the animation comes in. It's the the rabbit from Donnie Darko. No, unfortunately not. That would have vastly improved the fucking watchability of this film. Basically, you know, I don't even know why I'm giving so much time to this. The Easter Bunny's son comes to the real world, pairs up with this other fucking slacker. So it's like Elf. Yeah, eventually then there's a, a chick who works with the Easter Bunny and not a chick is in a board, <laughs> a chick is in a chicken and it wants to take over Easter. I know, trust me, it's as good as I'm making it sound. And he ends up saving Easter and he ends up becoming like, they become like co-Easter Bunnies because the title of Easter Bunny is passed on. They're not like Santy where they live forever. Okay. So you've got this human and a rabbit then turning around delivering <laughs> eggs and it's just, I mean, by the end of it, you're just going to go, oh, sweet fucking Christ. I mean, it was one of them <laughs> films where so some exec sat down and said, you know what, Holiday doesn't have a film yet. You know, Halloween has horrors, Christmas has fucking Santa Claus, the and movie, horrors. And, and horrors, yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, they're only a step short of making a fucking Valentine's movie or something. They, because they do, they, every year, some rom-coms based around Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's just to cash in. I'm talking about an actual thing about they, Cupid. Cupid's bombing around yeah, New York with his some nappy fucking on. fat dude in a nappy <laughs> running around, yeah. I wonder what Jack Black's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Th- that's exactly <laughs> who you could see being cast in something like that. Is that fucking actor? Uh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down there. Yeah, yeah. Gonna a, another guy you put on the list of not funny. Yeah, getting a bit excited. Yeah, Jack Black. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't get him in Tenacious D. They've had a couple of songs they had kind of chuckle along to. I know they are a joke band, but mm. I don't get it. It's not funny. I don't get him a film. She's not a bit fucking funny. I mean, generally, if I even uh, I love most animated films as I've had to sit through pretty much them all. The Poxy Panda film. Yeah, I can't fucking nah. sit through it. It's just his voice goes fucking through me. And because it's literally like they didn't get him to act. It's just they fucking drew this panda around fucking Jack Black talking. Like, it's, it's ridiculous, it is. Well, the best film I've seen him is, is the, we go back to the Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet's Split Houses, Move Houses. Oh, The Holiday. Yes. I haven't seen it, but yeah, Louise. It's, it's not bad. Told it's, me a it's a good movie. Yeah, Christmas. she's watched it, yeah, and said it's good. Yeah, they kind of switch what they're going to do for the Christmas to mix yeah. it up or something like that, yeah. Um, no, probably won't watch that. <laughs> it's better um, than Hop. Yeah, it's better for me. Come on, a fucking finger in the eye would be better than Hop. Uh, I also watched, uh, got me Netflix on, finally after about two hours of flicking through Netflix. I think that's why it's called fucking Netflix. Because you're on the internet flicking through fucking pages of films. It's basically an online video store. So you're just wandering around. Instead of standing there with your HMP. neck going left to right, up and down, you're just fucking flicking. Your thumb is doing it. But, um, I watched that, but not now. I watched that, but not now. Yeah, I, I have so much shit on my list that I'll never fucking watch but anyway uh, I stuck on Gone Baby Gone uh, uh, Casey Affleck directed, directed by, by ben. ben Affleck and um, it also has oh, who's the chick in it uh, 
Fuck, can't think of her name. Doesn't matter anyway. You can IMDb it if you want. Uh, um, I don't. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Not so much for the story. The story was anything but original. I mean, it was, you know, Kid Goes Missing. You've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, Kid, go, kid Goes Missing. Casey Affleck and his missus are a couple of kind of green as grass PIs, as you can tell by the way they're going on, who are kind of hired to track the case. And then it turns out there's a couple of twists, yada, yada, yada. You know, Kid gets found. Great. But... Um, you know the whole moral of the story is: Are they doing right by giving it back to the junkie mother, or should they leave the kid with the person who has it, who is actually an upstanding person and all? And uh, I thought, I thought it was yeah. I mean, I Michelle Monaghan, Michelle Monaghan, that's it, yeah. Or Morgan Freeman? No, <laughs> she she wasn't Morgan Freeman. Um, no, I have to say yeah, because it did. It was a real moral dilemma at the end. We are kind of going like. The kid is clearly better off with Morgan Freeman and will probably have a much better life and amount to much more. But it's that woman's child. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. what right has anybody to take the, the kid away? Like, I mean, I would say every right, given the situation that she was meant to be in, that the mother was a junkie and shit. But yeah, should you step in somewhere? Yeah. But uh, what I liked about it, and again, I suppose a pro of Zaflak's directing chops, is that uh, it was... Yeah, you know, set in Boston, I can imagine, like, you know, South Boston, and the bit where they go into the bar and he's done for information, and the guy has kind of decided they probably want to cornhole his missus and give him a beating, and kind of how he gets out of it, and all, it just it felt, you know, you felt uncomfortable watching it, like, you kind of felt the intensity and the pressure and the kind of the intimidation that was going on, like, you know, that sort yeah. of way. And I'd say, like, so again, I mean, you know, hats off to Affleck on the directing part because, like, you know, he really got that out of them like you felt that you know you felt the urgency of wanting to get the fuck out of there you know what I mean intact that's just like the uh, I don't know what I was going to say but it was like it so Gone Baby Gone good movie I'd yeah I thought it was good yeah, I'd say give it a watch for sure and then the last thing I watched uh, just last night actually it was again Netflix hopping just in bed kind of going I kind of want something just to doze after so I stuck on um, I think I've got his name right Louis Thoreau yeah, Toro, Louis Toro. Anyway, one of his documentaries of which Netflix seems to have Paul an Daniels abundance of. No, does he do a documentary on he Paul does. Daniels? Close. It was on Crystal Meth. Uh, it was basically in the middle of California. Yeah, basically the one. That's have you seen on this one? My Netflix list. Is it? Yeah. Again, it's worth it's short. It's only like I mean, I would imagine it was an hour long thing on TV or something like that because it's only like forty four mm. minutes or something like that. But again, it's one of these things where there's one of the bits in it where he's actually hanging out with a couple of meth heads, like, and these are the kind of functioning ones, these are lads that are out robbing shit and all, it's basically just a bunch of fucking scumbags sitting yeah. around, but again, you kind of, there was that feeling about it where you're kind of going, like, you know, this is a hair trigger, like, these are the sort of lads that, if the mood was to just fucking take them all of a sudden, you could see them turning on them or something like that, you know, and I have to say, I wouldn't envy the fucking situation the guy was putting himself in. No, like, I've, because of my job, I've, Met a lot of good people who are like that. Yeah, you know you got. I'm driving on a drug deal. Yeah, uh, I'll just go along with this because it's less hassle than trying to kick them out of the car. Yeah, yeah. Or do you just get to where they're going and pull off and they, they get out? That they usually leave someone. They do. do. They're not yeah. that stupid. Yeah, they've probably had many. You know, mm. after ten taxis pulled off, they're like, yeah. I think better leave someone in this car. Well, uh, I generally don't. If you're driving up to say, uh, it's generally in Dublin. It's a couple of blocks of flats. Yeah. If you're from the area, you'll, you'll know where I'm in. But you drive up there and I reverse and I'm ready to go. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't just sit there, do di da di da. What's going yeah, on here? Just in case I'm not driving in there. I'm ready to go here. Yeah, you want to get but the fuck it, out and hurry? Yeah, enough, but don't wouldn't do it like Louis Road is. Go go looking for it. Yeah, it because I'm, it, it was only because I've seen his name pop up on Netflix and I've seen other documentaries and I've never watched one. But it was only when I was watching it last night that I'm pretty sure. I seen one of his or part of one of his things on telly before, and it was it was in England this yeah, time. Yeah, he's on. He's he's a BBC guy. Yeah, at but the start anyway. This particular one I seen, like that, he's kind of looking at and dealing with street crime in the UK, and he, you know, if I remember correctly, kind of trying to think, he had had a. Uh, say he had something robbed on him. I can't remember what it was. I'd stop my head. And basically, then like this fella tells him, "Oh yeah, I know the fella who has that. I can get it back for you." And basically, brings him like that to a block of flats. And it's all <laughs> at this stage, it's all hidden. Like there's no cameraman with him. Like he has kind of set himself up to be mugged, and like that. So he's there and he's got like a laptop bag with him or something like that or whatever it is and all. And your man is playing all nicey nicey with him and then like like that just pulls a fucking knife on him. And yeah. like says, give me the fucking bag sort of thing. Like you know, obviously it was a bit of a setup when he was kind of waiting on his mom. This guy obviously was waiting to get up enough fucking Dutch courage to perform the act of robbing him. Like you know, that's yeah, what him to where he knows. Yeah, but I remember off. watching it and like that again. You know, you you kind of felt like you kind of went, fuck, man, this dude's like he's in serious fucking trouble here. Yeah, like, you know, that's that's not well. yeah but it, obviously it does, and like this guy kind of fucking thrives off of like. He does. Like my the first one of his I watched was he got to hang out with the. Uh, uh, Fred Phelps and the boys in oh, the Westboro Church. Fucking, let's check that one on Netflix. It is, it's part of the, that series. There's twenty out of them. Oh right, yeah, okay. So if you go down, it, he's there. Didn't realize there was that many. Yeah, it'll probably pop up now that I've watched one. It'll show me the rest of yeah. them. But now I have to say, like, uh, you know, do you commend what he's doing and say, yeah, he's shining the spotlight on this, or do you just turn around and when you see his name in the obituary, do you turn around and go, yeah, fucking you dumb bastard? What did you think was going to happen? Bit of both. There's a touch of Steve Irwin about him. Definitely, he's I mean, going to end yeah. up dead. Yeah, but what'll happen is he, he'll get knocked down running away from a gangbanger, so it's going to be that yeah. unusual way. <laughs> and I'll take him over the, the lot from EastEnders who goes into drug deals and war zones. Oh, that, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Whichever yeah. one of them it is. Um, it was, yeah, no. Ross Kemp, anyway. Yeah. Whichever, whichever <laughs> one he was, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ross Kemp on fucking gang. Didn't he piss himself on one of them? I don't know. I think he did. I think he got caught up in a gunfight one time and actually pissed himself. Fair enough. I did, I never watched him, but I remember it kind of being a running joke because myself and a few of the lads used to... Oh, fuck. I tell you what, I'll put the link up on the website um, to, get, to do that bit of housekeeping, I suppose. You'll get it at um, emeraldreprobates.wordpress.com or you can follow us on Twitter. It will be at... ERP official. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I just fucking blanked out the screen. I'm blanking. I'm going to, oh shit, is this thing shutting down? Uh, yeah, at ERP official or on Facebook, it's uh, the Emerald Reprobates podcast. But I'll pop up a link, but we, a uh, bunch of us lads online, um, started acting the MAGA where you had Ross Kemp on gangs and Ross Kemp on fucking whatever. And we started doing a Ross Kemp on and Ross Kemp in with Photoshop. Okay. So it was like, I got a picture of, um, from, like say, the old Carry On movie with, who was the one that's also in EastEnders, the L one? Um, uh, 
She was into all the carry on yeah. movies, you know the one. But there's a picture of her like, you know, hugging like half naked hugging this other fella from a carry on movie, but I photoshopped Ross Kemp's head <laughs> onto the other dude, so it's like Ross Kemp on incest. You know that sort of way. And then we had uh, Ross Kemp on the flow rider, you know fucking Back Ross Kemp on everything. Yeah, basically Ross Kemp on or Ross Kemp in. And some of the pictures like you needless to say, some of our photoshopping abilities were better than others. Yes. But uh, there was one and I swear to Christ it is the stuff of fucking nightmares. It was Ross Kemp on fixing it. Can you imagine what was in that? Jim. Yes. <laughs> but it was the most horrible. Somebody, it was like you took a picture of Jim will fix it, but took a picture of fucking Ross Kemp, but just blurred, like took away Jim will fix its eyes and mouth. So Ross Kemp showed through, but there, it was, and the cigar, it was just, it was, it really was, it was the stuff of nightmares, you know. But I'll, I'll, pop the, I'll pop the link up because you'll have to take a shuffle through. One of the boys actually had the good sense to save them all in like oh, kind of nice. like a um, like a photo book or an image shack folder so you can look back on them so oh man he sent me the link there only recently well i say recently, you know a month or so ago and these were done probably five years ago and when i was flicking back through them i was absolutely pissing myself laughing at some of them like they were just insane must, must look at that yeah no i'll pop the link up definitely check it out but that's all my uh on my TV watching anyway, TV, movies. 1984, from 1984. Don't know. It's the George Orwell Big Brother book. Big Brother is watching you. There's a TV right. in every house that Dun- can see into you. Davina McCall. She's not there, thank Shit. God. Shit. Uh, so the TVs are watching you. Yeah, every, every, you're all being watched. There's a war. They keep changing the news and the papers to rewrite history of what happened. Oh, okay. So basically, just a big social, yeah. um, fucking what's it called? Social commentary. Yes. Eighty four dep- would have been Cold War, would it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's depressing and miserable. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's a hard film to watch. And yeah, I, was gonna I say don't recommend it. I was going to say it doesn't sound like something I want to sit down and fucking watch. Yeah. No, it's definitely watch not something you'd miserable watch. Miserable fucking movie. It, it <laughs> make you feel like shit. No mm. thanks, I'll pass. Nineteen eighty four. No. Yeah. So how did you come by watching that then? If it's a had you seen it before, or was this a first time watch? Uh, I'd seen it years ago. I wanted to watch it again. <laughs> Look, I'm feeling a little bit happy today. <laughs> I know it'll fix that. Some 1984. The music? That's nope, good. the film. <laughs> no, so 1984. I'll give that a fucking yeah. miss then. Uh, anything else from the the world of Enemy of the State? Still a good film. Will Smith, Jane Hackman? Yep. Haven't seen it. Again, that, that's one of the films that I can remember being in the cinema, but for some reason didn't get to see it and it kind of it fell into that bracket then of um films like the net and pelican brief and conspiracy theories for me where it was like better than them the government's coming to get you like you know it's a touch better to a more recent one was uh was it eagle eye with shahed labeouf yeah i didn't see that yeah again some supercomputer kind of gets self-aware and starts tracking people and can pretty much going to follow you anywhere and cancel your bank cards and mean you can't rent videos and all. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but this one's the government are chasing you. Yeah, Gene Hackman's the government. No, Gene Hackman's helping Will Smith avoid the government. Ah, uh-huh, I see. Somebody else is the government. The plot tickens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... It's, it's worth watching over 1984 and probably yeah. hop. Again, it's one of them that I find me time at the minute with movie box of doom shit and odd <laughs> cinema <laughs> visits and whatnot. It's, uh, you know... Getting films watched is getting increasingly hard. Like even I downloaded um the four season of Arrow. I've been meaning to give it a watch, and I just haven't had a fucking minute to even turn it on. Like, but anyway, oh, I am. 
do the movie box of doom since we've mentioned it and get all the movie stuff out of the way uh well yeah just before we do the box of doom then i want to give out about trailers in the movie trailers. box of doom Trailers for the movie Box of Doom are non-existent and there should be one. Uh, no, the trailer's in the cinema. We were sat there today and we got trailers for Bad Neighbours, Godzilla, X-Men and something else that I wanted to avoid watching the trailer for. But basically, my my complaint was the fact that is there anybody who's at fucking spider-man who's not going to go see godzilla and x-men i mean it's just a redundant thing to do showing those trailers and get and more so given the times we live in now you've got the internet you've got fucking youtube you've got you know smartphones facebook you know you're connected with you know spider-man the movie on space space book facebook or you know universal studios and they're popping this shit up and telling you every time a new trailer comes out every time a scene is leaked every time a fucking page a script page gets or a picture of somebody's head yeah i mean it's like the new flash tv series like there was pictures from on the set of him doing fuck all like you couldn't make out a single thing he was doing but there was pictures from the set and all so that being said trailers are like we've seen them and even television nowadays i mean we've so many channels nowadays on telly that you're getting trailers are i mean even the fucking ufc like the last not the not the one we just watched but the last ufc we watched that was like kind of sponsored by x-men like so therefore cutting between bits it was showing you things for the film so it was basically like a long-running commercial for it during and after fights like you know so therefore when you go to cinema do you really need like to watch all these trailers like when we went to see the raid it was what 30 at least 30 minutes of fucking trailers yeah it was terrible you know and whatever about them just putting on you know fucking adverts like you know your standard fucking you know oh here's a mcdonald's fucking yeah but when we went to see the raid there's ads for women shaving their legs very few women watching that film yeah you know here's the demographic yeah but that's the thing you see i mean i always think that they should give a screen time and then a movie start mm. time to avoid that because I mean I would I would happily avoid but nobody's gonna pay to advertise oh, their no, stuff if they think that you're not gonna come yeah. in yeah no I understand the logic behind it but it just you know given that you know you could go into one film and see 10 minutes of trailers and you could go into another and see like a half an hour you can't risk missing the start of your movie so you're gonna have to head in you know that sort of way you do but yeah, that's my beef is for fucking trailers. I just think they're redundant. I just don't yeah. think there's any place for them now. And whatever about, like I say, the adverts that are obviously a revenue stream, the movie adverts are pointless. They're, you know, they're just absolutely pointless. because yeah. everybody show too much. Yeah. Because the simple fact is, like, I have no interest. I actively avoid the trailers because I don't know if I just watch too many films or whatever, but I can deduce what's happening. If I don't... Ad- if I don't make the deduction from watching the trailer, what'll happen is when I'm watching the movie, I've something from that. the trailer will flash back into my head. Like, oh, I'll kind of go, oh, well, he had that blood on his shirt in the trailer at this point, so this is what's happening or whatever. And, you know, it can it just takes from the film because it has you thinking, it takes you from the, out of the film to think about what you had yeah. seen in the it's trailer. Like, like at Spider-Man, you were waiting for the hippo. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was well aware that there should be a rhino in it, so therefore I'm sitting there kind of going, man, this film's been on a while and I haven't seen the mm-hmm. fucking rhino. Like, and especially when you were introduced to him so early on the character that would then become the rhino like you know but again it is it's, it's just a little beef of mine first world problem as they say yes so you wouldn't have liked to come to see Nymphomaniac with me earlier this year part one and part two had the same trailers oh. so you got to see the, the same six films 
And didn't you watch them back to back or yeah. something like that? Is that the way they're shown, or did you just choose to go see back to back? You, you could choose to see one, then the other a few days later or weeks later. Because yet were a general, re- oh, yeah. excuse me, a general release at the same time. Yeah, but so I was yeah. going. Might as well watch the the whole thing in one go. Yeah, get all your info out of the way. Yeah. Fair yes. enough. Right then, so we'll lead into the movie box of doom. Doom. Yeah, really, you got a better voice for you on that. Go on, give her a rustle there and pull something out. No, we have to talk oh. about last week's crap. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yes, last week, raw deal. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm going to guess mid 80s, 86, 87. Oh, wow, on the button, 86. Uh, I have to say, I'm. I'm starting to hate the box of Dylan <laughs> because it's not the movie box I love. Yeah, I know, but the, it was just it was one of these things where I always, you know, even films I hadn't seen but were of a similar vein, like some of the say Van Damme films, mm. Schwarzenegger films. You kind of had this nice nostalgic uh, affection for them, and that's really starting to wear thin with me now. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing these films coming out, and I'm just kind of going, "Oh shit!" I gotta have to watch this because raw deal. Fucking hell, hey, man! Can you remember? What the film's about? It, it, loosely, in a nutshell, the, the short version is he's ex-FBI, gets hired by an FBI dude under the promise of potentially reinstating him to basically go on a vendetta for him because his son got killed. But you're not made apparent that it was his son when he's killed. Yeah, You just think just it's another agent. You're kind of like, man, he's going to be soppy over this agent getting killed. He wasn't the only yeah. one died in the room. Uh, and then he basically goes undercover into the where do you meant to be Chicago maybe yeah, I'm gonna guess Chicago, Chicago mafia. mafia underworld type thing and uh, basically course somebody finds out he's not who he says he is yada 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 and then he's to kind of fight his way through them all and it just uh, from the opening scene to the end scene <laughs> the opening scene with the wife. Who then vanishes for the whole fucking yeah. film, and there's not a mention of her again. And he's actually even getting fucking cozy with another woman, and all. Never, granted, you never actually see him doing anything with her, but he he has this wife at the start, this alcoholic wife, and you know what I mean. He yeah, just she's not happy. Yeah, he he had yeah. to leave the FBI and yeah, work as a sheriff. Yeah, exactly. And she she's all pissed off about it. Uh, she's living in suburbia and not digging it at all. And then that's it. That's our that's our two minutes in the film, and she's gone. And hence, that's where that quote on IMDb came from: uh, "Don't drink and cook," as she fucks uh, the sloppiest, most icing-covered fucking cake I've ever seen at him. You know what I mean? What it was oh, just icing. It was a heap of icing. Yeah, that's all it was. I think it was just a plate of ice. And I mean, what the fuck is she doing? If she's that bored, sitting around gargling and all, but she's fucking making cakes. Get out and do something. But anyway, and then it leads to the end scene where. He gets fucking... I'm pretty sure that's the dude who played Striker in X-Men too. Uh, yeah, it is. He gets him um, to fucking... Like, hikes him up. I mean, worst physiotherapy ever. The dude's in a wheelchair and uh, got, like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin leg braces on and Schwarzenegger just hikes him out of the chair and fucks him onto one of those kind of gymnast rails to walk <laughs> along. And, yeah, you know... He's like... Trying to coax a baby to walk towards you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, but it's the sort of thing that, and it finishes with this freeze frame of yeah. the two of them. Like you're just gonna like, oh my god. But like, but this that's is after st- Ernie goes on a murderous rampage. Yeah, this is the start and the end of the film. So like, everything in between was just as bad, inexplicably fucking pointless as well. What was the dude, the other, the guy who was kind of going around with him, whose job he's nearly trying to take? What was he in? He was, uh, I didn't, I didn't uh, bother looking it up. But his not face, really, just an Eric guy. No, he was. I, de- I, I looked. 
a lot of these people up and they, they did very little. Have I got my phone on me? No, no I haven't. No. Um, you give out about something there, I'll grab your phone. I'll give out about having to watch that film in two parts. I couldn't sit down and watch it in one go. To watch 40 minutes and then the rest of it. It was terrible. You're back. Excellent. <laughs> what, what are you giving out The Having to watch it in several parts. Well, I've done the same. I actually watched it in three parts, believe it or not. It took me two sittings in work of, you know, again, if the film's an hour and a half long, I got, say, a half an hour the first day, about 45 minutes the next day, and it left me 15 minutes or so, if me maths is correct. Of his murderous rampage. Yeah, I bet, yeah, it was basically, it literally was. It was love in he, with his crippled mate. It was when he was on the building site, uh, <laughs> hurting around in a car, that, um, that, that, that was when I literally had to take it back up. Okay, hang on, here we go, raw deal. But, uh, you know, pretty fucking, you know, again, like I said, it's killing me, mis- me nostalgia for these fucking movies. It really Isn't is. So, some of them were, were terrible. No, I'm starting to think that they actually were all terrible. No. And it's just that we had, we were, I don't no, know, fond memories of going, oh, films are better back then. They don't make them like that anymore. There's a fucking reason they don't make yeah. them like this anymore. It's because no, it's absolute c- dog Compare shit. a raw deal to Nowhere to Run, the first film out of the box of doom. Nowhere to Run's a very good film. Oh, if you already compared oh, it to them. Jesus, it's, it's Oscar worthy. Like Raw Deal literally was absolute dog shit. I don't know why this is taking so long to open up. Do you know there was a Raw Deal made in nineteen forty eight as well? Yes, uh, I wanted to watch that instead, but you said no. Okay. Um okay, Raw Deal, here we go. Actors. Ernie. No, that's the dude with the like the mad crater face. I think this is him here, hang on. Yeah, this is the dude. Oh, huh, it says here he was in Die Hard. Nah, the Goonies, that's what the fucking is. He's one of the brothers in the Goonies. Oh, one of the Fratellis. Yeah, he's not the fucking dude from the Matrix, or the L one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it or is. Ch- or, or the Slot. Or, or Slot. <laughs> it says here he was in Die Hard as well. And a, a license to kill. He could have been his gen- generic bad guy. He has oh, that he's face. Been in, he's been in CSI as well. Um... Anything else that's just yeah, everybody's been in CSI, it's on that long. Yeah, every <laughs> who ha- <laughs> it's easier to list who has. Oh, he's been in Swamp Shark. Fuck, we must <laughs> take note of that man. Write that down with that Hansling Gretel get fucking <laughs> wasted or whatever the other one was called. We looked at before. Um, Game of Death with Wesley Snips. Hmm, what else was he in? Nip Tuck. <laughs> Clearly getting face worked <laughs> on because he looked this boy looks like he was bobbing for apples and chip fat, but uh, he was in Scarface. No, he was Scarface. No, no, yeah, no. Scarface, the video game. Nah. That's what it is. That's what I'm just. Uh, no, not now. Some say, "Oh, Stargate, the series," but no, that's what it was. It's the Goonies. Oh, fucking, how could I not play some the fucking deal from the Goonies? Right. Anyway, that's Raw Deal. All right, bust out your questions. Yeah, because I know you struggled here. James was actually making up questions as we sat here <laughs> earlier on. So I um, wanted to reinstate the. If we mention Rod Deal in the question, can it be... Yeah, he wanted, he wanted to ask a question about fucking Conan because I had the same producer, so he can fuck right off with that. Uh, we're going to go one for one again, yeah? Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, I'll start with... Boom, 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 boom. Okay, we start at the start. How many years was Arnie supposedly in exile, as his wife put it for? Uh, five. Yes. Excellent. Somebody was fucking paying... Hey, don't be looking at the questions. <laughs> looking over here. Okay. I was paying attention to that that's part of the film. Yeah, I should have asked something that wasn't the first fucking bit. Like, right. Go on, hit me. Arnie, in the film, had two names. One was his real name and one was his awesome undercover name. Yes. What were the two first names? Oh, 
That's, that's two questions. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'll take them when I don't have the answers. Uh, Joseph was his undercover name. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to ask, what was his real name? Because it's, yeah. it's hard, but I decided to give you half, um, half a chance. Joseph was the undercover name and... Oh, Sheriff was his... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Sheriff Mark. Sheriff Mark? Yes. Is that what they refer to him as? No, his name is Mark something. Okay, what a boring name to give a guy from Austria. Do I get half a point? It depends. I'm taking (laughs) half a point, fuck you. Point five. Do points work on half now? They do when you give double fucking (laughs) questions. Right, then we stick with the name thing. Uh, His undercover name was Joseph P. Brenner. What does the P stand for? Pussy. Yeah, (laughs) fuck. Damn it! <laughs> Shit, I, I thought that was a good question. I was going to go. You're not going to think this. You're definitely getting the hardest question as the last. Okay. One. Fuck you. Go on. Uh, what Rolling Stones song did Arnie get rampage on to? Ah, fuck you. This is one of my questions. <laughs> Can't get no satisfaction. That's it. Uh, yeah. What was the point? Of, what was the point of him shooting out his own windscreen and kicking it out and then putting on? And how? What sort of speakers were in that car that the boys in the fucking yeah, office can hear? Serious subwoofer. Yeah. No, but he was driving around and it's like you can see people kind of getting distracted in like an yeah. office and kind of looking. Like, can you hear that? Is that is that Joseph Pussy coming this way? Or is the Stones <laughs> gig that, outside. Is that pussy Brenner flying around in a windowless convertible. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got that. So that's. I'm gonna mark that one down. Now, this this is where it could all go. At the start, when he fakes his death by burning out his car yes, in uh, an oil depot, what was the name of the oil company? Erwin something or Erwin. Whatever the name of the director was is the name of the oil company. I can't it, remember the rest of it. Was it the director's name? Yeah. I didn't know that. That makes it a lot more obvious. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so go on, I need an answer. Whatever John Irvin is the or yeah, I'll say Irvin. Irvin right. Petroleum Irvin whatever. I'll give you a half a point. Okay. <laughs> I'll take half a point. It's Irvin International Oil Company. Fuck, I didn't right. know it was the director's name, was it? Yeah. Okay. I, I looked him up to see what he did. Oh out. right. He did note. Okay. So that's two point five for you, so it all rides on this. If I can get this right. we got ourselves an old tiebreaker. We don't have any more questions I have one more question. Oh fuck you. Go on. Uh, how much money did Arnie give the woman to bed with? A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars it is. Yes. Fuck, we've a tiebreaker the first time at, at two and a half points each. Yeah. Okay, uh, hang on. Okay, I've just I have a question. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, ah, no, I no, win. no, no. It's a question for question. No, no. The, the, well, question. Well, for, I have a question okay. as well. So there's no way I'm fucking leaving <laughs> in your hands because if I don't get it right, go. According to the film, how many times was John Wayne nominated for an Oscar? Not enough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you fucking beauty. Okay, this is the bonus round. I got mine. Okay. I'm going to go with, when she finished icing the cake, what did she write on it? I wasn't paying that much attention to the (laughs) Before she launched it at him. Uh, She'll be back. (laughs) Is that your final answer? Yeah, I I don't know. I wasn't. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) That's what she writes on it. I wasn't watching. I'll fucking take that. Robs it in the bonus (laughs) round. The fucking Brucey bonus for me. uh, Can I object to you only getting... Two points? <laughs> no, I got two point five. 
And even if I did, I now got three versus your two point five. So <laughs> I'll take that one. So that's uh, I don't have the results here now, but I think that puts me. I don't actually. I think I took the lead last week. Yeah, I think so. So I think that puts me a little bit trotting ahead into the fucking distance. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll jot down them. I have a quote from the the film. Is that at, the the at the start when the Chicago mafia bust in and murder everybody? Everybody. They're there to kill a witness. And they grab him and just before they kill him, say, So you want to be a witness? Yeah. Witness this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's behind them. <laughs> yes. But he's looking in the mirror. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But that's, uh, I have to say, though, it was actually very shy on puns from Arnie. Like, you know, with the exception of the don't bake, or don't drink and bake. Yes. Like, which yes. was just <laughs> terrible. terrible. I was honestly expecting him to, like, stick someone's head into a fucking oven or something like that, smashing them over the head with a bottle or something like that. But I have to think that the Conan producers had pictures of Arnie doing something, probably to a dog, that made him do this film. <laughs> oh, right, I get you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, because to be fair, uh, how far off of non-speaking roles would he have been in 86? This is, this is after Terminator. Terminator was 83, 84. Was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so this is after t- after that. Are you sure it was that early? Yes. Well, Terminator 2 wasn't until like 94, 95. The results no, of that quiz no, on not. this. <laughs> Terminator is 84. 84? Yes. Terminator, 1984. And then Judgment so Day. So I was, just won the quiz. Judgment Day was 91. And for a, a, a pointless bonus point of just knowing shit about shit, when was Salvation? 2002. Oh, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> 2002. Uh... Was it not one back then? Oh, then you have Terminator Genesis coming out next year. Yeah, Terminator 5. And after that, Twins. 5? Two. Oh, yeah, because of course it was Terminator. Oh, that's weird. Terminator 3 is not listed here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's, is that Twins? That's the one I was thinking about. Twins 3 is. Uh, hang on, let's two. find out if Terminator 3 was. What did you say? 2002? Yeah. Terminator 3. Rise of the Machines, 2003. So, yeah, you weren't far off that. Um. I didn't realise they were making another one. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, I was listening to Arnie being interviewed. They're making that. Then they're making triplets. Oh, fuck yeah, Arnie's Liz that has been in it. Um, That dude, Jack Courtney. Wasn't he Die Hard? Bruce Willis's son? Uh, the new Die Hard, the shit one that just really wasn't a di- Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, I'm looking die- good at Die Hard 2013. Terrible. And Arnie's going to be in it as well. Yes. Hmm. Alright, what me? I don't know. Yeah, go on, fucking pull something out there because I'm just getting distracted by <laughs> fucking shit, shit films on IMDb. <laughs> please be good, please be good, please be good, please be good. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fucking, that's that's a bit of a, an understatement. The Anything. movie Box of Doom was like a box of chocolates. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. I'll take that. I haven't seen that since i seen it. <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Long film, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. It's a long film. Maybe it was just long by the standards back then. Maybe it's it's grand now. <laughs> oh, we'll find out. <laughs> it's like a short now. <laughs> and there's that film festivals between <laughs> uh, fucking summer blockbusters nowadays that are fucking long. It would be uh, definitely watchable. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, Forrest Gump, I'd give it a watch, yeah. Like I said, I haven't seen it since... I definitely didn't see it in the cinema, but would have seen it on general release. did, and the biggest laugh that day in the cinema was one of these uh, 
car ads these don't drink and drive or somebody gets smashed up or somebody goes shoot through the windscreen oh right and that was the first time people had seen it and I, got got a uh, I haven't even laugh. punched it in here now but I'm just I'm just trying to think off the top of my head as to what year that was I'm going to go at about 96 or 7 I'm going to say 7 3 years too late really? 94 and it's and 2 and a half hours long 94 wow Forest why is it not Forest Whitaker <laughs> it's 94 and it's 2 and a half hours long fuck People spell forest differently than how I spell it and Forrest Whitaker spelled it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's double R in forest. Forrest Gump, 1994. Tom Hanks and Robin Wright. The synopsis is Forrest Gump, while not intelligent, has accidentally been present at many historic moments, but his true love, Jenna Curran, eludes him. That's it. That's, that, that's, that's what you can come up with for fucking Forrest Gump. Fair enough. Yeah. Gary Sinise, he was CSI as well, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody that wasn't CSI, like I said, at this stage? Okay, Forrest Gump, 1994. You can give that a watch. Yep. Yeah, it definitely won't be as hard to watch as I imagine a fucking raw deal, so that's good. Um, have you anything else? Uh, no. I've got something for the eight wankers of the world. A, a contender, maybe. It is uh, more, again, falling into the vein of kind of group types of people groups of people if you know not so much groups as types and is it golfers it's not golfers although that, that's a kind of an understatement uh no it's i don't know what's the, the way i have it the way i have it wrote down here as me a little reminders people who think it's up to them to police the roads by flashing or beeping at you when you overtake them etc so basically you know i have a bit of a commute to work um, yes. on more open roads than you would have driving around the city. So therefore, I come across people driving slow, people driving badly, tractors, trucks. So overtaking is something I end up having to do a lot. And as such, this fucking ridiculous attitude of if you overtake somebody, like them flashing at you when you go past. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. Well, what's their problem? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm driving along and... I'm comfortable enough to maybe I'm maybe I'm driving a bit slower because I'm actually driving at a time when I'm I, I'm not in a hurry to get where I'm going and I want the kids to fall asleep in the back of the car or something and some dudes up my arse I will actively stay in out of his way to let him go by me yeah but you know a lot of I mean? people don't but this this shit of like you know what I mean clearly because the way I would look at it is I think about it from my own point of view that if I'm trying to get past them I'm not going to hold them up so if somebody's trying to overtake me they ain't going to hold me up when they get by me. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're more, gone. Yeah, they're obviously in more of a hurry than I am, so they're gone. But this shit, or, or else if you have oncoming traffic, and, I mean, like a couple of the stretches of road I'd hit, they must be a mile long. Yeah, and it's a fairly on, decent road. And the oncoming car will be flashing you. Now, you're in absolutely n- no danger. You could drive on for another fucking three, four hundred metres before yeah. you'd even <laughs> been close to being in danger of coming near them. And they're flashing you. Like yeah. as if they say, like, you know, here, oh, I'm driving here. Don't Do you over. see me? Yeah, but no, but it's not even a make sure you see me sort of way. It's clearly it, it's like it's them saying, oh, don't don't be fucking overtaking when I'm driving here or something. I don't know. I don't. I can't get into their heads. I don't know what the mentality of these fucking fucktards is. It's yeah, like I the last week, I drove up to a T junction. I'm turning right. There's a car coming from my left, also turning right. Will be turning across me. Yeah, they have the right away. Yeah. There's a car coming 
from my right, driving straight up the road. Straight up, yeah. Dave the right away. Yeah. Both these cars stop and flash me to move. Yeah. And, uh, I don't. I ain't moving. Yeah, I don't. I always sit there. I stare straight ahead. Yeah. And not pay any attention. Yeah, no, I do the same because, you know, I, I don't think I've ever heard of a case of it happening, but... Yeah, it's I my would, fault. I would imagine that if he decided to just put the foot down then... Yeah, it's my fault. Then, you know what I mean, you're the one pulled out on him. You know, that sort of way. Because, you know, you wouldn't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm surmising it, but somebody could be just looking for a fucking claim. They give you an old billy, give you the flash. I mean, yeah. because at the end of the day, legally speaking, they have no right to call you out or flash you to come out because they have no control over traffic. So, therefore, it's yeah. not up there's, to them. There's rules on the road in that situation. Yeah. That car on my right yeah, drives up the road. Clear right the car away. coming from yeah, the left I, I, turns. I that's then the thing, I yeah, go. because it is. It, it's that weird. And again, you know, I gotta fucking just hate on fucking women drivers again because it is. They've this serious lack of knowledge of courtesy on the road. Like they do it at the weirdest times. Like you were saying, stopping when they're in the right to keep moving. Yeah, these, these were two women drivers. Yeah, and they're kind of they're calling you out. Cause, but you know what that is? That's the blind leading the blind. The first one. The one that was driving up the road, the one that had the, the main right of way, she probably seen the other car stopped and assumed she was letting you out, not assuming that she has to wait for her to pass. Yeah. And then she decides to stop as I well. I don't know what was going on. It's that sheepish mentality where because they don't know the rules of the road or what they're meant to be fucking doing anyway. Like, But it is. It's, it's just one of them things that I, I think... I don't know what title or what caption you could put them under, but I think they might. I think they might actually be a spot free that we could pop them in there. But it's yeah, we'll figure, out, figure out something we'll, to call we'll them. Figure some title for them, but it's basically these wankers who think mm. it's up to them to police the roads. When you know another one was, I mean, again, because it, it doesn't go to just motorists; it goes to pedestrians as well. I was driving one time through an estate, albeit, but it's an open-ended estate that you can you can use that as a culture to avoid going through a village uh, in Dunboyne. And I was cutting through the estate. And next of all, this woman who isn't trying to cross the road, isn't even on the same side of the road as me. So like I'm on I'm obviously in the left hand lane. She's on the footpath on the right over to my right hand side. So there's a whole empty lane of traffic, a grass verge, and then she's on the footpath okay. with a, a child on a, a push not a push chair, like one of these little scooters on a handle. So the child isn't even in any fear of like veering out on the road. And starts like waving like a fucking madman, like you know, hand up and down, like flagging me, telling me like to slow down. Now, I mean, I'd be the force to just come out and say if I was bombing through, I wasn't, I wouldn't be driving fast through an estate. And to say it's true in a state is it's that's misleading as well because there's no houses. If you can imagine, it's like a, a road, but the the roads with the houses are all off this road. Okay. So it's not as if you're even going to have somebody possibly come out or driveway on top of you. It's not that sort of road. But yeah, just like. You know what I mean? Only for at the time I was driving a marked van which had like, a phone number <laughs> and all on it. I'd have gladly just thrown Spread her up the fucking middle. No, I'd have gladly just, yeah, mounted the curb and pinned her and her bastard child against the wall. But, um... You wanted me for yeah, a reason? Yeah, yeah. Were you calling me over? I'm pretty sure she called me over. But, uh, no, but it was just, yeah, I'd have gladly flipped her the fucking board and just threw up a middle finger because you're just like, fuck you. It isn't... You don't fucking own this road and it's not up to you to police it. Like, yeah. Go fuck off. Like, I'm the same with particularly drunks in the city centre. Yeah. Walk out on the road, hand up, stop in traffic. Not your thing. Yeah. I should be allowed to hit you yeah, at least once a year should, in yeah. one person. Yeah, you should be yeah, you should be given one free pass. Yeah. But like that's the sort of thing I mean. I have a driver's license since I was seventeen, I'm gonna say. 
So near on 20 years, full clean driver's license, never been done for speeding. That'll tell yeah, I've you, never like, been done for speeding yeah, either. So this is what I'm saying. So like, I'm clearly not a fucking road hog. Like, I'm not somebody who's tearing it up fucking Mad Max style, <laughs> mountain curbs and all sorts of crazy shit. So these people just fucking piss me off with their... They're, they're I'm in charge of the road. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, yeah, like what the fuck gives you the right? Fuck off, you wanker. So that's that. That's <sighs> oh. <laughs> jog on. That'll do.